This podcast has been brought to you by Four-Eyed Production. And now, let's start the show. I feel I know brother very well. No, no, you're mistaking me for somebody else. Frank, shut up. Why do I can't always want to do both? Yes, <laughs> you can't. You always want to do all the parts. But, told your ass to get to walking. What? <laughs> going nowhere and i think i better leave this place because i'm about to catch a cat okay i see what you did there (laughs) (laughs) so silly okay you ready i'm ready good because we're already recording (laughs) got it no got it you had tricked me or whatever (laughs) i can't help it it was fun it was fun. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back to the Culture Shock Podcast. Welcome back. I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. And how's everything going this week for you? Um, It's been busy, but it's going well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm booked and busy, so nice. <laughs> that's always good. Um, booked means more dollars, right? More dollars, I need yes. to get on that yes. level. I more need dollars. more dollars. <laughs> um, but this week has been good. Um, this weekend, I actually went to... Um, one of my friends, Demetria's um, event, it's called Fellowship and Foodies, and she hosts these events once a month. Okay. And this was her three-year anniversary, and we um, had brunch at a restaurant called Napa on Providence. And the food was good. I had chicken and waffles. I had some mimosas, some red velvet cake. Um, and then today I've just been, you know, doing errands and working and researching and just getting my life together for the next week. Now, you know, I like sweets. Where's my red velvet? Well, you know what? I tried to be, mm-hmm. you know, sensible and only get a little bitty piece because right. summer. Okay? okay. Summer 2018 is oh, steadily man. approaching. Vastly. So, um, I tried to keep it cute, but you know, that's it. What have you done this weekend? I have no idea because all of my days are <laughs> together. I feel like I say that every week. Well... Uh, on Sunday, I went to the library to mm-hmm. watch uh, the documentary, Till Then We Are Rising. Okay. And so they had the documentary. The Rams really showed out there. Um, they We didn't watch the entire thing because, of course, they want us to go to PBS, and I'll tell you guys more about that later, just like when you can catch it and everything. But it was an in-depth discussion afterwards. There was a panel, um, question and answer. They talked about... Everything from slavery to post-slavery and how fast... I I don't think I realized how fast African Americans or African descendants began educating themselves as soon as the war was over. Mm -hmm. Like, as soon as the war was over, we started trying to figure out, okay, what can we learn? How fast can we learn it? If we have to be in one-room shacks, we're going to make it happen. Um, And then they just went through the whole history up until now, so... It was really good. They talked a lot about uh, Booker T. Washington and, uh, I don't know, like, you know, brutality, police brutality, things that have gone on on HBCU campuses. The first uh, shots fired, the first time police came to accost kids on a campus, uh, the fact that it was the first, but it wouldn't be the last. It was it was a lot of good material. Um And they also discussed at the beginning of the film how they couldn't cover all of the HBCUs. So what they're going to have people do is go to HBCURising.com. And you can actually go there. It's a HBCU digital yearbook. This was my favorite part. And you personally 
can upload photos and stories about your HBCU experience. Oh, can you cool. imagine how amazing that's going to be when it's done? That's going to be awesome. Yes, I I'm going to have to make sure I do that. Oh, man, listen, I have some <laughs> pictures of you. I might have to throw. Oh, Lord, no, girl. Don't send me back. Okay. I left her behind, honey. I done, I tried to glow up a little bit. I like this Courtney in. I like that Courtney. That was baby Courtney. Baby Courtney was cute, though. Courtney be a baby. <laughs> Courtney be a baby. <laughs> Courtney be a grown-up. Okay, I wish I was the baby again. Courtney be a grown ass woman. Ooh, grown ass woman didn't have no bills back then. Oh Lord, those were good times. They were. <laughs> they also went around the room earlier, um, or maybe this was in the alumni meeting because they had an, a meeting beforehand, mm-hmm. and we. Um, I'm mixing it up. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Have no. you had a few drinks? No. Did you, did you take some shots before I, I got here? I did not. Because you know it's usually me that's like, yes, where the liquor and shit. But <laughs> I asked you beforehand. If no, you I'm gonna okay. try to keep it cute. I'm okay. not gonna. I'm not gonna get too tipsy because you know we got stuff to talk about. Agreed. So, but other than that, uh, I tried to catch up on some work and and that, and now I'm here with you and. Mm-hmm. Another week. Another week. I'm excited because my schedule is light this week. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing because I actually like get some rest and let my mind kind of rejuvenate and, right. you know, refocus, which is, you know, I'm, we're still in the year of. And so I'm in this year of focus. And it's important to go hard for your dreams and towards your goals. But it's also important to stop when your body and your mind is telling you to stop. Right, because so. if you don't, your body will take it. Yes. Trust me, I, I know from experience. Okay. So, what are we going to talk about right now? What, what we got? What we got? Well, um, some feedback from last week. So, shout out to our listeners because they just keep coming, you know, coming back every week. Yes, they do. And y'all, we love y'all because without y'all, I mean... Why would we be doing this? Exactly. So I think people really enjoyed the show from last week. A lot of people told me that some of the information that we gave them, um, they did not know. And mm-hmm. I know I made the statement about people not knowing about Martin Luther King actually being um, assassinated by the U.S. government or at the hands of the U.S. government. People said they did not know that. I was talking to a friend of mine, and they were um, expounding on Huey P. Newton and something that we figured a lot of people didn't know also is that he had his PhD. Yes, he did. So where they tried to paint Huey P. Newton like he was just some rebel out here in the streets, some riffraff trying to gather some troops for no apparent reason, he was a, a well-educated man. Yeah, and if you read um, his book, Revolutionary Suicide, mm-hmm. I mean, like you have to really read that book because he is so well-educated and so well-versed it sometimes feel like it feels like you're reading a textbook. Like that's how smart he was. Right. So um, yeah, I did know that he had his doctorate, and I and I realized how how smart he was. Um, and you know, as we just talked about before we started recording, they're supposed to be doing some type of movie or biopic about his life. So we'll see how that how that goes. I don't I don't know if I'm here for it. It would just depend on the casting right. and you know what network is going to be on. But we'll see. We'll okay. see. I'm I'm here for it already. <laughs> Uh, just because I think people should be honored in that way when they've left behind a legacy that's worth uh, revisiting. I want them to be honored, but I want it to be done right. It will be. Let's cross our fingers. Okay. okay. I'm going to say a prayer. <laughs> it's going to be more it than might a prayer, be a, but it'll be okay. okay. I might have to pray to all types of people. Buddha, Jehovah, Allah, everybody to get it to work out. Because you... <laughs> 
But they be trying people, especially people who don't have family or spouses or friends that are willing to participate and actually tell what happened or if the person is obviously not here themselves. It just... It just gets a little tricky because it's like, you know, when they're in these private moments or these intimate moments and they're saying certain things or they're thinking certain things. It's like, well, how do y'all know that? How do you know that? Right. Because they're not here to tell you that's what they were thinking or that's what was happening. And it it just makes me feel like it's just fluff added in there for, you know, movie sake. Right. So we'll see, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to just cast it out to the wolves before yeah, they get so, started. You but you be pleasantly surprised whenever be. it comes. I better be surprised. I better be happy. I'm going to be pissed. Okay? Courtney, be pissed. I have, oh, something else I want to visit, and then I promise we'll move on. I know what I was getting ready to say. The, in the alumni meeting that I was in before the documentary started, we had to go around the room and talk about, you know, our favorite um, black history fact or our favorite black history hero. And someone in the back of the room, a, a fellow alum, or a, can you say, do you say fellow if it's a woman? Anyway. Yeah, you can. A fellow a alumna. alumna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it, girl. Uh, mentioned Claudette Colvin. Now, okay. they didn't mention her by name, but did you know that Claudette Colvin was actually the first woman who would not get up um, on the bus? No. I know you mentioned um, someone last week. That actually sued the train company. Right. So that's not the same person. No. Okay. So there was a woman before Rosa Parks, and they did not want to. The black community did not want to use her for the uh, face of the. I have movement. heard about that. I have heard about that. Now that you say that, mm-hmm. yeah, because she was a single uh, mother. Yes, I remember that. So I just thought that was really interesting mm-hmm. to to visit that, like even within our own community and. I didn't delve into it. I don't know if it had anything to do with colorism on top of that or if it was just because strategically they felt like she wouldn't get as much sympathy because she was a single mother or if it was a culmination of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just goes to, to reiterate that, you know, there are people who came before the people that we hold in certain, um, to a certain esteem or in certain positions, kind of like, this has been happening. There there have been brave individuals yes. who chose to do the right thing even when no one else was watching. Yeah. Good. Good to know. Movie. So see, people learning something every episode. Exactly. It's still Black History Month. We're going right. to keep celebrating. You're right. Um, yeah, so moving right along, good, bad, and indifferent. What happened in the week since we've talked to everybody else that interests you? Um, the first thing that um interests me, um, and I know I've said this before, I watched The View. I love The View. Okay. I love Whoopi. And this past week, they had Esau Snipes <clears throat> on The View, and this was um her first interview in a while. Um, she's the wife, well, the widow now of Eric Garner and the mother of Erica Garner, and Um, This is her first interview in a while since everything has happened. And, you know, they had her on there to kind of discuss the things that have been going on since Erica passed. And basically, you know, she talked about how um, Erica and Eric were not speaking at the time that he died. And so she just kind of feels like that the stress of losing her father, the stress of having that kind of regret with not being able to say I love you or being able to say goodbye, you know, kind of, you know, really, really wore her down and and basically she felt like 
Erica died of a um of a broken, broken heart. heart. And that that's possible. Yeah, and I, I totally understand that. So um, you know, she talked about that. She did talk about how they received um a multi-million dollar settlement um from the state of New York, but I can't wow. remember exactly how much it was. Mm-hmm. But she stated that, you know, the representatives from the DOJ have been in contact with her and saying, you know, I guess they were supposed to be picking this case up as a federal thing, but nothing has happened. And she was just like, at this point, she is just over it. She wants to move on with her life. Yeah, she and lost her her husband and, and her, her daughter. daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, Erica um, had two children, and, and she just talks about how, you know, she's 50 now. And this she felt like she was going to, you know, basically be like Stella and get her groove back. And she kept telling them, like, I'm glad all of y'all are grown, and I'm going to get my life. And she was like, and now... I got my two babies, yeah, two grandbabies. Yeah, raise kids all over again. Mm-hmm. My but, God. And she was just like, you know, it's not what she expected, but she said that she loves being a grandmother. She loves being a mother. And her two other sons, um, one is either in college already and the other one has plans to go and they're both really active in sports. And I just thought it was cool because all their names start with E. So her name is Esau. His name was Eric. Her, daughter, her daughter's name was Erica, and then she has Eric Jr. and Emery. And I just thought that was that, that was cool. Sweet. Yeah, Aww. so what about you? What you got? Uh, a lot happened. Um, I know there was some exchange with uh, Trump mm. on the interwebs, per usual. Something that I loved. Uh, you know, I love Ava DuVernay, and mm-hmm. I've mentioned her several times on the show. And just to kind of see her come back and... Um, combat like what he's saying and she's supposed to be doing I guess another documentary on the Central Park Five Mm -hmm. and advocating for them and she has a really beautiful way of retelling a story or conveying information that the black community needs yes Um, and it's not always aggressive but it is always effective Mm -hmm. so I saw that and I really like that this week and Trayvon Martin's birthday yes was this week we saw a lot of people celebrating Trayvon Mm -hmm. and posting pictures. I know I posted one and I did too. um, And then we posted one on the site or Mm -hmm. our site posted one for um, Instagram, the black album or the black, not the the black album. You don't went back. You don't went back to when was that? 2003. Something like that. I don't know. The black Panther (laughs) album is what I meant to say. Dropped. Yes, it did. King Kendrick pulled the Beyonce. I didn't know it was coming out. Did you? I didn't know it, the date was coming out, but I figured it would be right around the, the release of um, the movie. And when I tell you, I have watched um, all the stars video like 400 times. Yes. Like I'm obsessed with that video. It's Specifically so the part where he's walking through the woods or, you know, it's like the deserted um, landscape and all of the like, animals the the panthers are walking behind him yeah it just i just get chills every time i see that you think you have chills oh now. my god until later on in this week whenever you go see the movie i'm probably gonna, gonna have so I'm, i might shed a thug tear listen <laughs> i went online last week and bought me a brand new dashiki because i'm gonna be in full effect at least two or three times i'm trying to decide if i want to give me an afro wig so i can be like real angela davis type you know I what i'm saying should. I mean, I'm gonna think about if it. If you have time, I think you should. I tried to find me a beret, and everywhere I went, they were sold out. Yeah, like, there's none. Listen, you wait. <laughs> Just wait. I may have to go to the Goodwill or something and find one. Yeah. Um. What else do I have for good, bad, and indifferent? So, um, I wanted to chat about my favorite 
basketball player of all time. Okay. You know who that is? I think I do. It's Michael Jordan. Duh. <laughs> who doesn't love Michael Jordan? But anyway, um, I really wanted to talk about Michael Jordan because I feel like he gets a lot of flack for not being vocal enough about black issues and people have, um, you know, concerns about his sneakers, the pricing of them, which if you watch the documentary um, that Nike did, he really has no control over how much these shoes cost, mm-hmm. but that's neither here nor there. But um, it was reported by the Charlotte Observer that um, Michael Jordan has donated $7 million to Novant Health to fund two medical clinics in Charlotte's underserved areas. They're going to be called the Novant Health Michael Jordan Clinics. Um, one will be on 3749 um, Freedom Drive and the other one on um, bright, in a Bright Walk development on Statesville Avenue. Okay. Um, set to open in 2020. So, I mean, to me, that just says that he's putting his money where his mouth is. And, you know, the fact that he came back and was really adamant about, you know, being a part of the Hornets, you know, and, you know, for Charlotte and for North Carolina. I just think that people need to cut him some slack. And I just wanted to spell this rumor. It was a rumor going around on Facebook that he was investing into these private prisons, which turned out to be a fallacy. So I just want to put that out there. I mean, give him Jay a break. I don't know because I haven't done the research, but wasn't it someone with his same name? It just wasn't him. Yes. And, and the reason why I'm saying that is because one of my friends had posted about um, MJ related to the um, clinics and that's what somebody said. Oh, well, what about the 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 for profit prisons? And I'm just like, dude, Google. That is not the same Michael Jordan. Like, oh my God. But I just thought that was interesting, and, and it shows that he is giving back to the community. It's not like he's putting the clinics, or they're putting the clinics in some rich area where you know we or people who look like us may not be able to even get there or afford them. He's putting them in the areas that are underserved, which are really going to be beneficial for Black and Brown folks. So. Go, Mike. Well, thank you, Michael. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't I, do Michael like that. Uh, don't treat me like that. I had I have my own gripes, but another um, another show. Oh my goodness. Uh, so I have some bad news. What's some bad news? I don't like bad news. Bad news bears. <laughs> Rest in peace to your your dreams of marrying Idris Elba. Girl, when I tell you somebody tagged me in that, and do you know that um gif of Denzel Washington when he's Michael, I mean when he's Malcolm X and he slaps the table? Yes. That's what I sent back. Cause I was hot. You hear me? Idris Elba is getting married. For the third time. We're gonna see how long it lasts. <laughs> so what are you saying? Are you saying that I mean it's happened before, so your dreams aren't shot down? My dreams are never shot down. He just hasn't met me yet. Okay? He hasn't, you know, well, he did meet me once, but that was a long time ago. You know, I wasn't I wasn't fully formed yet. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't come into form. So, you know, now it would be different. You are your whole self. I'm my whole self. You're a whole woman. You're a grown woman. Whole natural woman. In Beyonce's voice. In my Beyonce voice. I'm a grown woman. Listen, no additives, no GMO, no MSG, <laughs> low salt. I mean, what, what, what you want? Vegan me laugh today. Courtney be funny today. Dead serious. Um, <laughs> with you. Drake, yeah, Drake lit the internet up this week. He did. He, He's I doing love, good things. Listen, he has a really good way of um, reinventing himself. Mm-hmm. That just makes me love him more and more as an artist and a human being. Every time I know I tweeted something. 
uh, similar to if this is what Drake is going to be doing with his increase, then God bless him more and more. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously. So he's giving scholarships. He's providing uniforms. He's buying cars. And yes, he's got new music coming out. So that's what you do when you're a celebrity. It's it's marketing one-on-one. But still, to know that, like, not only is he able, but he's willing to do these things, it's just amazing to me. Yeah, I I thought it was it was really nice of him, you know, to give the money, and he provided the. um, I think it was he donated twenty five thousand in uniforms to the school in Miami that Mm -hmm. he shot the video at, and also gave um, a student by the name of Destiny James a fifty thousand dollar gift. So, I mean... Because she wrote to him, right? Yes. And he just responded in that way by giving her a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So, that is... That's awesome. Where was Drake when I was in college? Girl, he was down in Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> he was down in the strip club in Houston, girl. I don't know where he was. Or up in, up in Toronto, riding around in his uncle's Acura. Do you I'm just going off what the music says. I mean, what that's what he, he said he was doing back then. I mean, you know. Do you think if I wrote Drake a letter now, he no. would just pay no. Sally Mae? No. no. Don't shoot my dreams down. No. You still want to marry a man who's engaged Listen. for the third time, and, and you want to shoot my dreams of having Sally Mae paid off? Idris is Idris is not himself, okay? He he just doesn't know what he's missing. He, it's just going to take some time Next. For, <laughs> for him to realize that he's with the wrong... Like, okay, let them get married. He's going to realize that she's not the one, Okay. And then he's going to be like, dang, where was that girl I met at CIAA at like 10 years ago? Let me find her on Instagram and boom, in there like swimwear. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to just send Y'all it up to God. Y'all should see how I'm looking at her right I'm now. Serious. She got this whole, you going to send it up to God. Yeah, I'm gonna send First it up, of all. Listen, uh-uh, listen, no, I'm going to send it up to God. No, no. I'm going to send it up to God and I'm going to send it up to his DMs because mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm going to just repost the picture and be like, do you remember this? So you're going to ask God to give you somebody else's man. Ooh, what about Courtney. this? What Ooh. about this? Are you not understanding? It's not hers. To no, he is not <laughs> hers to belong to. Boo! Jeez, come on, follow me here. Follow me. What would Nippy say? She would. She was. I want the receipts. <laughs> Let me see the receipts. Let me see the receipts. Crack is whack. That's what she would say. <laughs> Whitney Houston, rest in peace. Um, so Sunday was actually her death anniversary, right? No, it's when's when's the eleventh? Um, if the eleventh is today, it's today because today is Brandy's birthday. So whatever day the eleventh is, is her. She died on Brandy's birthday. Well, I was just really saying it like it, the show comes out on Tuesday, so I was just saying it like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. They know we record earlier in the week. Yeah, y'all but know. yeah, so. Today, which by the time you hear this, it would have been Sunday, is uh, her death anniversary and Brandy's brother. And I love Brandy. And I know you love Brandy. I do too. love Brandy, even though people she be trying to say, hate I know, her. they do. Did we go to that show but, together too? No, I didn't go to Brandy. But one thing I will say is I love Brandy, but oh God. No, go ahead. Y'all don't you come for me. Started. Y'all don't you come are, for me. You are but Brandy, you love her, so I love ahead. Brandy. Um, but I feel like Brandy needs help in what way she needs therapy yes what do you think it's from though a lot of things i think it's just over her life because she talked about how she had an eating disorder and she Mm -hmm. didn't you know she had low self-esteem because she was you know a brown girl and she didn't look a certain way and then all the stuff that happened with you know um 
her daughter's dad and that yeah. whole shenanigan. Then the, she was in the accident and the person and died. The That's true. Then Whitney Houston died. And it just seems like over the years, she's just gotten more and more, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. feel like she, there's something else going on. And then, um, I don't know if you watch Love and Hip Hop. No. But one of the characters on Love and Hip Hop LA, Monice, she has a baby with Lil Fizz from B2K. Yes. Her brother. I didn't know that. Their families are close. Okay. And um, Monice's brother has, I don't know if he has schizophrenia or bipolar. He has some, you know, um, mental health issues that he's supposed to be on medication for. Right. And it was the whole controversy and they were going on live and basically calling Brandy out because they said that Brandy convinced him to stop taking his medicine saying oh that you don't goodness. need... And so if that's true, allegedly, I'm not right, saying right. it is, but if that's true, it may make sense as to why maybe she don't want to get healed. Because you know, the way she lashes out and then acts like nobody else can miss or love Whitney Houston, it's, it's something's not right. I know this doesn't matter, but it, it did baffle me in the beginning because Brandy always seemed to have a very structured family structure or strong mm-hmm. family structure and still does. Um, so just to know that, you know, with anybody, you can still need help. Yeah. But I love Brandy and I feel like, you know, she's, of course, she's a legend. Of course. She's I mean, bought us a lot of good gifts. Um Thea, Thea is a is a hidden gem. Moesha, that's Mo like to right. the, e to the. the exactly. <laughs> that's um that's nostalgic. And then Cinderella. I'm sorry. Yeah, that Cinderella beats everything. That was a moment. Mm-hmm. And this is back in Multi, the B- multicultural cast VHS days. Like Ooh. we had that joint recorded. Let me tell you, I still over have my over VHS. something else. Yeah. <laughs> And we kept on rewatching it at my grandmother's house. Shout out to my grandma and grandpa. I just want to say this. My aunt posted a picture and was like, um, I want to honor my parents for Black History Month. And it was my grandma and grandpa. Like it was so that. cute. I so like shout that. out to them. You know, we got we to gotta uphold our elders and, you know, because they taught us a lot. And it is Black History Month. And a lot of them paved the way for us. So I had to throw that in there. Yeah. I got um, something I want to share with y'all at the end of the um of this episode too speaking of like black history some black history in the making so don't let me forget okay i won't um anything else good bad and indifferent i did want to talk about nipsey hustle so if y'all don't know him um he is a california rapper or he is lauren london's boo so i mean if you follow lauren london i'm sure you know who nipsey is but they broke up Never they mind. said they. I don't. I don't know. Let they me always. My see, I mean, I don't know they co-parenting, but okay. I don't know. I, that's that's still her. Until I see either one of them with somebody else in my head, that's still her. Book. Okay, I give you that. <laughs> um, but I know that a few weeks ago he had caught some flack for um, a picture and a caption that he posted on Instagram about um, stereotypical uh, depictions of black men in the media. And, you know, some people felt that his comments were homophobic or what have you. So um, recently, this past week, he's been in the news for um, going in with a partner and opening um, a STEM center on Crenshaw and other um, inner cities in um, America. So they're going to open one in um, L.A. And they're also looking to open one in Atlanta, in D.C., and in Baltimore. And um, when they asked Nipsey about why he wanted to, you know, promote, um, you know, STEM scholars and such in the black community, he basically said that he hopes that um, it will help expose 
um, children to the to those fields early and also bridge the gap between Silicon Valley and, yes. you know, the hood. Since, I mean, y'all all right here and, you know, you're benefiting off of this area and this culture and this community. Why not allow some of our youth to be exposed to this early? So kudos to God. Nipsey Hussle. I feel like that is, you know, awesome to do. Right. And, you know, congrats and, and keep going, black man. We need more of that. It's that just, is so good to me. But listen, because all, listen, everything we've talked about has been all black men, other than Ava. That's true. I mean, they. I mean, they, I have another one then. Go ahead, girl, because we love us some black men. We do. Okay, Lil John. Have, did you uh, hear the news about Lil John opening a second, not for the first time, but his second school in Ghana? No, but I know you're gonna tell me about it. I just did. I'm gonna leave it <laughs> so he opened up his second school in Ghana. Yes. Good for him. He's That's what we intelligent need. Anyway, yeah. We need more of that. But you know what is just so funny is I don't see anybody going off on Lil John about opening his school in Africa, but everybody was mad at Oprah for opening one in Ghana. I mean in Africa, but we're not gonna we're not gonna get on that. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> um so I, many people watch The Wire. It's something that I didn't jump on until later, and I still haven't seen the entire thing, and I know people want to drag me for that every time I say it. It wasn't intentional. I was just busy. (laughs) Um, But there's an actor by the name of Reggie Cathy who also played in, what's the Netflix show with um, Frank? House of Cards. House of Cards. He owned the restaurant in House of Cards that Frank used to always go get his, Frank Underwood used to always go get his ribs from. He passed away this week at Aww. the age of 59. Rest in power. Um, so I saw a lot of people posting about that too. I thought he had a fantastic raspy voice mm-hmm. and was really able to pull you into his character even though initially he wasn't a main character. Um, the person that he was portraying really resonated with, with me when I was watching so. Rest in power. Rest in power. And, uh, oh, so much happened, right? So did you see that clip of the Nefertiti replica? Girl, bye. So I said, somebody, who took a, a, a replica of Rachel Dolezal's face and put it on Nefertiti? You tried it. <laughs> you tried it. I, I'm and laughing because it, it actually did kind of look like her. Oh, my God. And then they was going through this whole theatrics with trying to unveil this white ass Nefertiti. They even asked him. They were like, um, and I'm not saying. You, I'm. Let me just say this. I'm not saying white ass like that. But come on, y'all. Right. Like, you know, you know good damn well she was not that light. They asked him. They were like, so how accurate do you think this is? <laughs> and he was like, basically trying to say that it was as close as you can get. Talking about we had lasers and this and that. I don't give a damn. What you didn't have on no glasses? So, Did you have your contacts <laughs> on that day? Because clearly your ass is blind if you think that Nefertiti looked like that. So many people were upset, but I saw it, and the only thing I could do initially was laugh. Like, yeah, that it was, was comical, my actual reaction. Nobody can take that serious. And what I thought was funny was on Facebook, I think it was on Facebook, I saw it. It probably got shared to um, Instagram too. But somebody, because you know how they love them, some Elvis Presley child. Oh, somebody saw- took Elvis's okay. face and, and made, made him, him black, black and gave him a whiter nose. And I'm like, now how you feel? Is it wrong that I felt like when I saw that, I was like, oh, he looks better as a black man? He does look better. And I mean, those moves and, and the songs that he lifted off of black folks, I mean, it would it would suit him better if he was actually that color. <laughs> but we ain't gonna get into that either. Okay. Yes, what? My will. name is Benita Betrayal, and you ain't heard that from me. <laughs> 
Yes, we need a betrayal. Okay. So, uh, okay, one last thing, and then we can move on. Get your girl, Daddy Quincy. Listen, Quincy was living his best best no. life, and I enjoy every second of it. Okay, he sounded slightly demented as I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> it just sound, and I don't know if it's just the way that it was written. It could have been partly that, but the way that the verbiage was just going, I'm like. He literally just sounds like he is bouncing from subject to subject. That old man, old man mentality. That barbershop old man. Let me tell you a story about back in the day when I had all the, you know, whatever. Like that's just what it sounded like. But he was spilling all kinds of tea. He was spilling all kinds of tea, and I didn't think not one bit of it was a lie. You don't think so? Uh uh-uh. uh I don't think none of it was a lie because I think old some folks- of it. Start telling the truth. He probably didn't yes. take his medicine that day. I was going to say, I feel like some, because stories just get embellished after a while. So I'm not saying that any of it was untrue, like the basis of it. But right. I That's feel what like I mean. some of it was embellished to make for a better story. And it may just be that over time, it turned into that for him. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, they need to do a documentary on Quincy and just no. let him spill the tea. No, I don't want to see it. But one because thing, I feel like I will be embarrassed for other people that he's talking about. I was when I was reading it. The only thing that I don't like when when people start to tell these types of things is when you're telling the stories about people who are no longer here to exactly defend, defend themselves. themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and and that's the only thing that I dislike is like, if you were going to say it, you should have said this years ago. Why not? You know, why not say it? Because, I mean, you know, it's not going to affect you in any type of way. You're Quincy Jones. Right. So why didn't you say this then? You know, and it it just kind of like poops on uh, those folks who he is talking about, kind of poops on them a little bit and they're not here to defend themselves. So I don't like that. But old folks don't care. They will tell you the truth. They don't care. They're going to say what they want when they want to say it. So for that aspect, I thought it was it was entertaining, to say the least. I guess. That's all <laughs> I can take away from it, because I do agree with you. Um, it's kind of like, I, even, the, he sounded boisterous in the interview, but I'm like, it, you're deflated already, because you're talking about dead people. I mean, not, not all of them have passed away, but uh, for the most part, like the um, like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, uh, Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor, Marvin yep. Gaye. I'm like, you're Marlon talking about Brando, people who are not here. The Beatles, except for not all of them. Right, right. But are so, they all? Are, no. Paul, Paul McCartney is still, still here. Okay, that's what I thought. He just did a song with uh, Kanye and why do I want to call her Robin? I mean, that's her name, but. Who? Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was not the name too of that? Long ago. Oh, that. I didn't like it. It was that a song. Nina Simone. Um, that's a Nina Simone song. Four or five seconds. Yes, but the like the part that Rihanna is singing. Uh huh. That's that's a straight up Nina Simone song. I'm glad. Yeah, but she ain't Nina Simone. Anyway, um, oh, I'm glad that you brought up Nina Simone because I meant to talk about her last week in the obscure Black History facts. Um. If you don't know, Nina Simone is actually from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She's from Tryon, North Carolina, which is about 20 minutes from my hometown. There's a statue 
there of her and some black artists have bought her childhood home and they're going to refurbish it as a museum and testament to her life. And I meant to say that last week, but I forgot. And I was riding in my car this morning. I was like, gosh, I didn't say anything about Nina Simone. And she's from North Carolina. So thank you for allowing me to get that in there. You're welcome. That's my girl. I listen to her at least four days out of the seven days a week when I wake up in the morning. So I wouldn't mind riding with you one day to go see that statue. Yeah, we can. We can. And then I can take you to... <laughs> I can take you to where I'm from, child. You can get a good picture of why I'm here. Anyway, I go do that. I love my hometown, but y'all know we ain't got nothing but a Walmart. Anyway, let's That's move okay. on. Small, small town girls are the best, trust we me. We are, listen, because we, we educated and we will get real gutter with you. In a we, we hood babies. We didn't wear shoes when we was growing up, so it'll get real out here. <laughs> no shoes? No, I never wore shoes outside when I was little. You wore shoes outside. Let's not talk about this. Don't put my business Girl, you out from on Sanford. Y'all didn't wear shoes either. <laughs> Don't put my business out in the street just because you're ready. <laughs> Y'all call lightning bugs. Yeah. Whatever else. Ladybugs. Climb trees. Went to creeks. This is true. Played in thunderstorms. I mean, I did all this stuff. I can't deny that. Fishing. Some of the best living. The best living. I mean, growing up in the country or in the South mm-hmm. was just, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Anything. No, would I. Okay, let's go. All right. What we talking about? What we talking about? Uh, so. Uh, what we talking about? Let's see. By the, <laughs> you're so crazy, girl. By the time... Um, the show is released, it'll almost be Valentine's Day. And so, <clears throat> I know some people wait. <laughs> I know. I know some people wait to the last minute, those who plan to participate. Some will, won't will participate because, you know, they don't have a significant other, and other people won't participate just because, you know, they don't want to participate in the holiday. You know, they're used to doting on one another, 365, 366 on the leap year, like I like to say. Um, but... For those who have waited to the last minute, or maybe they just started talking to somebody and they want to get them a small gift, uh, do you have any ideas? A small gift? Yeah, or a last minute idea. Oh my god. We gotta help the people out. No, I got no last minute ideas because if you're in a relationship, you know what she wants. You think so? Yes. You know what she wants. Okay, well, what if they weren't in a relationship and they just wanna, you know, get something that doesn't say too much but says, Hey, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you some more. I mean, flowers always work. Get her some flowers sent to her job or to her house. Um, if you have a, a girl uh, that you're dating that you know is obviously into makeup, get her a gift card to Mag, Sephora. I mean, stay away from lingerie, okay? Stay away from the Victoria's Secret if this ain't your boo. Because if a dude I was just talking to it got was, me, I would be like, it would be a turn off. First of all, that's the first thing. Right. <laughs> see, see where you got me fucked up is like, I ain't tell you that you could even be knowing what my drawers look like. Right. So, you know, do simple things like that. I mean, um, invite her out to dinner. I, I mean, say, day date. Yeah. Brunches. Something like that. Like if you're not dating that person, you really don't have to go all out. The small gestures will get you a long way and may even get you to the dating point. That's true. You can shoot them a um, virtual Starbucks gift card. I know yeah. when I do that with people, they immediately call or text me. They're like, I just got your card. I'm like, I know because I just sent it. You know, but it's it's just the little things. Yeah. The those, small displays of adoration that really matter to people. Those little things really, really 
make a difference. Like one time, one of the one of my most memorable Valentine's gifts was small, yeah, but it meant a lot. Yeah. So you, I mean, just do something that happens. It's the thought when people put thought into yeah. I was just yes, say the same that was thing. a good gift. I'm still I'm smiling thinking about it. <laughs> I see. I see on all your teeth. I know that Except was Except for your molars. Except for the molars mm-hmm. and the wisdom teeth, because they're still there. Girl. Never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this isn't, you know, this isn't a slight on anyone who's planning to go all out because I actually love Valentine's Day because I like to see the way that other people are celebrating one another. Um, but just I want to reiterate that sometimes you don't have to go all out if you are constantly doting on your mate, you know, back and forth, or you guys are doing things for one another. If you're used to doing the just because gifts, then mm-hmm. Valentine's Day won't be such a big deal because Valentine's Day will be every day. Yeah. It's funny. I was on the um, internet, on the interwebs this week, and one of my... Uh-oh. <laughs> you're going to get fried again. Somebody that I follow posted uh, the question, what do you get your man for Valentine's Day? Well, not what do you get your man, but what do you get men for Valentine's Day? And I said, Nothing. It's not your day. Oh, man, the men wanted to drag me left and right. What I really meant, I just didn't feel like expounding at the time, is that Sweetest Day, which is actually in October, and I think it's October 20th this year, is supposed to be for the men. Valentine's is supposed to be for the women. And I kind of just cuffed it by saying, hey, you know, they're both commercial holidays. If you and your mate have agreed to do Valentine's Day and forget Sweetest Day, then fine. But, you know, Valentine's Day is really for the girls. See, what I normally do is, I always, if I'm with somebody, I always get them something. Mm -hmm. But it's more so tailored to kind of like stuff they need. So, you know, I may do like a gift bag with whatever soap they like. If I know they like a specific type of candy, you know, like not necessarily chocolates, but, you know, whatever type of candy they like. Um, if it's a sweater that I know they might look nice in or some, you know, cologne, like I do more so of those things mm-hmm. and I stay away from like cards and all that crap because men don't want that crap. They want stuff that they can use, you yeah. know, like just legitimate, useful, practical things. Right. So that's typically what I do for, um, for guys if I'm in a relationship. But one thing I want to talk about is, honey, the resident, one of the resident culture vultures in America, mm-hmm. Iggy, some had made a, a comment. Somebody was like, what do you get your man for Valentine's Day? And she was basically like, kitty cat. And everybody was like, no, you fired. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he getting that same stuff every day. Don't nobody want that? <laughs> and I was like, yes, go in and let happen. They were frying her. And I was like, that's exactly what you get. Right. Like She thought she, she was being witty. Yeah, and, and you know she didn't. You know she got real vulgar with, with the word that she chose. Right. I hate that word. But, you know, she said the P word. And everybody was like, no, 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 no. Right. Bye, Ashy. You tried it. Get out of here. <laughs> Don't nobody want that. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, ladies, you you, you got to do more than that. If you so choose. If you so choose and if you are participating. Right. Um, have you ever heard of Galentine's Day? I wanted, to, I just want one thing, but one one name. What is Galentine's Day, Tiffany? You done introduced me to Sweetie's, is it Sweetie's? Sweetest. Day. See what I'm oh sweetest day now we got Galentine's Day mm-hmm. it's October um not October sweetest day is in October Galentine's Day is February the thirteenth so it's a day for girlfriends to kind of like celebrate one another and if they choose to exchange gifts 
you know, everything is. I'm gonna tell you what that is. The marketing money. The thirteenth and the fifteenth is side chick day. If he's celebrating with you on either one of those days, it's not you are not the one. It's not the men. It's like friends, like friend girls. Oh. Like, oh. I got a gift already from one of my female friends to celebrate Valentine's Day. Like, gals, you know, like, girls, oh, like, gal. Oh, I see what you did there. Cause I mean, I'm, I didn't do it. Oh, because I'm just like, no, we ain't friends. I love y'all, but we ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to my friend who got me a gift. That was sweet, though. That, that is very sweet. thoughtful I actually didn't know anything about it until... I got the present. And especially, like, say if you just went through a bad breakup or something and you're feeling down. That's very true. And then you're beneficial. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so at least the day before you got something. So then the sting of everybody getting all this stuff they probably sent to themselves, because people do that to post, it won't hurt you that bad because you got something. So I can see it. Well, you don't even have to send me a gift in the mail, per se. Just bring me a book and and a couple bottles of wine and come pile up on the couch with me if you're my girlfriend. If I went through a bad breakup, that's how we fix that. Yeah. And let me bash. Let me man bash for a little while. Yeah. Together. We'll do it together. (laughs) You like it. I love it. You hate him. I hate him, too. Yeah, girl. He ain't shit. Exactly. Until next week when we're back together. Then it's like, like, I'm glad y'all got back together. And be like, don't call me. Listen, next time. Because it will be a next time. I never say that. Don't call me. It's like, okay. This is where we are this week. I don't say that either. Like, I tell my friends that all the time. Girl, ain't nobody about to judge you. That's, I mean, exactly. it is what it is. It's life. If you want to be with him, you want to take him back. Or you get back together, you want to work it out. If you feel like you're invested. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's on you. I only have a problem if I feel like someone in the relationship is being abused, whether it's um, right. verbal or physical. Um, but I know that couples go through things. And if you're willing to work it out, then I'm cool. I mean, I'm going to be cool. <laughs> For my girlfriend's sake. Yeah, because it ain't it ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. Anyway, I wanted to take the opportunity. We're on episode seven. Thank you so much for hanging out Woo-hoo! with us for seven whole episodes. Um, we'll be at 10 before you know it, and I'm looking forward Gosh. to celebrating that. It's crazy. It's like we were just at the inception of this, and now we're like episode seven. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Crazy. when we get to like 50? Oh, we can be popping. Y'all better be up. She listen, I want all of y'all like not only listen, but share, you know, comment, yeah. engage, interact with us. Let we us love know. That. Yeah, we love it. Let mm-hmm. us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you, you know, want us to talk about. Give us your two cents or your 50 cent, whatever it is. You know, just give us an earful. Or whatever. a dollar. A yeah. dollar. I like the kind of folks. <laughs> I like the kind I can fold and exactly. just hold. But yeah, you know, let us know how you feeling and what you think about the show. And if you feel like, you know, you want to give some constructive criticism or some positive reinforcement. Not going to hurt my feelings. Not going to hurt my feelings at all because guess what you did? You listened, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> so, but I wanted to, since we're seven episodes in, I wanted to take this opportunity to allow people to get to know us a little bit better. And I thought that um, we would... <laughs> They don't want to know me. Oh, yes, they do. Trust me. They tell me out in these streets. So, I want to know, and the people want to know. What do the people want to know, child? Have you ever been crazy (laughs) in love? (laughs) Have you ever done anything crazy over someone that you were in love with? Yeah, girl, crazy was my middle name. You hear that? Keyword. What was the keyword? Was. 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 Hey. 
Yeah, I've done some crazy things. You want to share In the name of love. Like R. Kelly says, step in the name of love. Stalk in the name of love. No, I'm just like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have to go first. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Do I need to give a story or just examples? I mean, I got a whole. Examples. Um, Okay, so one crazy thing I did. You um, got a list? I got a didn't I just say oh that crazy used to be my middle name, girl? I could not relate. Go I ahead. have a list. And the y'all, the title of the list is Me Being Crazy. That's, just, <laughs> that's the title of the list. Okay. I mean, what you want to talk about? You want to talk about stakeouts? You want to talk about pop-ups? All of it. Um, I want all of it. So one time, this was crazy. One time, I changed my boyfriend's... <laughs> I'm laughing already. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. I one time I changed his password to his voicemail so only I could check his voicemails. Oh my god. And he didn't even know the password to get in it to change it back. Oh my god. Um. And so you know I did that. Then one time I like canceled all of his magazine subscriptions. Just petty shit. Yeah, that was gonna say that's petty. Did that really hurt his feelings? Because it wouldn't have hurt mine. I just would have been like, well, at least I don't have to pay for him anymore. It hurt you if you locked up. (laughs) (laughs) But y'all didn't hear that from me. Okay. Anyway. um, I am about to be wheezing. Y'all wanted to know. I told you. (laughs) Listen, y'all think I'm playing like I told y'all. I done been through a lot of shit. I'm glad that that it was a was. Yeah, okay. I'm Mm -hmm. glad you're not crazy anymore. Um, What else happened? Um, So, one time. Okay. One time. I was on a stakeout, okay? We were going through, and I was like, I'm about to go see what the hell's going on over here because you ain't answering my damn phone calls. And you don't break up with me. I break, I do the breaking up. You don't break up with me. So I go to his house, and it was, there was an empty house, like, directly in front of his house. Okay. And he had a roommate at this time. So I'm sitting there or whatever, and I see his car pull up. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this nigga now. Like, you know, I was thinking I'm going to hop out. Mm-hmm. But what happened was it was like he was pulling up and then maybe he changed his mind and was going to leave. But he didn't know I was over there. Okay. So I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm about to follow him. So we ended up being on this high speed chain. Oh, my God. Flying <laughs> down the highway. Finally pulled over and somebody jumped out and it wasn't even him. It was his friend driving his car. <laughs> you could have gotten hurt. Yes. And that's exactly what he said. He was like, man, I thought somebody was like chasing me. I could have like shot you or something. Oh my God. And yeah. He was crazy. Crazy. And I still went on and we were still together. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my, look, I'm not giving y'all no more. Like okay. that's my crazies besides the, you know, the pop-ups and you know, that type of thing. I mean, I was young. This was in my early twenties. Okay. That's and I fair. was in love, so I I love my boo. Like I wanted my boo, and I was gonna be like, no, you are not gonna treat me any other way. I'm gonna show up and make your life hell. Okay, you're not getting away from me. And then me. y'all still ended up being together. Yeah, because I mean, it didn't I, him. I'm convinced that men sometimes love crazy. He said to me, this this person said to me, you're not crazy like you used to be. I knew you loved me then. It's exactly what he said. They some men like that. Some men like that fire and that. And then you just Many. get... Yeah, you just get to a point you're like, look, now... I'm I don't t- have the energy. I'm tired. My back hurt. <laughs> I, on the flip side of that, I know this sounds... Well, it doesn't sound bad, but I really can't relate. 
And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why lucky because you. I'm an overthinker. Lucky no, you. because it it never felt lucky, right? Because I always, I've been in relationships where I felt like I basically gave permission, even though it hurt me. Like I would give people permission to break up. I'd I'd sit them down and I'd be like, listen, is this what you really want? You know, blah blah blah. Because this, your behavior is this and your behavior is that. I was never off the chain. And in hindsight, for a I went through this period where I was like. I should have been busting out windows, mm-hmm. tearing up clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, I we would. I've been in breakups and still had like garage door openers and keys and codes. Codes weren't changed in the house. I'm like, I could have really done some damage. Like I was hurt enough to do some damage. But as an overthinker, I kept thinking, okay, well, um, if this happens, what if they call the police or? Am I going to embarrass my family? And I just, in thinking about all of that, I never really reacted. I always internalized. Now, I hope I'm not making that up, but I don't think that I've ever done anything crazy. And you guys, from me to you, if later on I go back and I'm like, I forgot all about that time (laughs) and I did X, Y, Z, I promise you I will come back and tell the story. But I just don't have any. And sometimes I really do regret it. Like in my, when I was in my early 20s, Somebody should have gotten their whole face rocked. Yeah, like, I remember one time, this wasn't anybody that I was dating. This was just a guy I was talking to, and I didn't know he had a girlfriend. So, his girlfriend called me, mm-hmm. and so I just called my best friend, and she just called the girl and just, like, cussed her out for me. <laughs> she was like, I ain't got nothing to do. Give me a number. I'll, I'll call and cuss out. Like, that's just how we roll. <laughs> that's a real ride. That's just how we roll. Like, you know. Um, so, I mean, I've done a lot of crazy things. Like, do you remember when everybody had the Nextel chirp phone? Absolutely. So, you know, with the Nextel chirps, you're supposed to send an alert when you're about to start talking. Not me. Don't answer my phone call. I will bust in your chirp six o'clock in the morning all day. And you can't stop it unless you turn your phone off. Bust in the church. What if Where somebody, are you at? Uh-uh. What if somebody care. was in the bathroom, like well, in the stall? Well, they'll be all right. And why and you answer the phone? Why aren't you answering? Maybe they the don't phone? want to talk in the bathroom. I don't care where. You, and when I'm calling you, you, are. you answer the phone. God, thank God for growth. Thank God for growth. Now I wouldn't dream of doing that. Like I am, right? I am queen of cutoff. Right. You, you even answer me with the reply that's too short. I will not talk to you anymore. Right. Bye. Because I'm not going to be where I'm not wanted. But back in the... And, like, I just want y'all to... And that was always my thing. Not not being where I wasn't wanted. Like, you weren't going to make me feel like, in hindsight, like, I begged you to be somewhere or a part of my life or to do stuff for me. I'm still like that. Yeah. And and let's just... I just want to make this very clear to our listeners. Mm -hmm. This was only one person that I was just crazy over. Mm -hmm. So, this is not, like, something that anybody else in their lifetime, could say that I acted that way with them. Only one person. And my friends know who this person is, but only one. So it's not like I'm just crazy in every relationship, but when you date someone from a young age, you know, it takes time for you to grow up and mature, and we don't really process things as we do as an adult. So back then, it was just like, oh, I'm mad, I'm showing out. Yeah, you go. If I'm mad, you're gonna be mad. If I'm irritated, you're gonna be irritated. Ain't nobody having no fun if the homies ain't getting none. Okay, so, <laughs> but now you know, as a mature er, because mm-hmm. I ain't that mature, because she's only twenty one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> I have learned to process things, and I've I've realized that you get a lot more with silence, and you get a lot more with you know showing by your actions what you are and are not going to allow. Correct. So you know, I just I tend to. 
not let people get me out of character as much. Not to say that I won't get there, mm-hmm. but I try to control it or at least rein myself back in when I feel I'm being mayor of crazy town again. Right. When it relates to booze. And it's so funny. I think people react in a certain way when they know that that behavior is going to yield the result that they're looking for right then. Mm-hmm. So the more mature route might cut that person off. And that's what you think you want. You think you want that individual. But after you've been away from that behavior, that environment, and that person for a while, you'll realize, man, that just wasn't good for me. Toxic. Yeah. And in certain and we- situations I've been in, you don't realize they're toxic or that they're detrimental to your health, your spirit. Right your financial status until you're out of it. And then you be preach. like, Jesus, preach. you be sleeping so good at night and sprawled out in the middle yeah, of the bed. Skin be glowing, edges be full. Teeth straight. Teeth straight. Then you got a whole bunch of time to work out. You be mm-hmm. looking good. You be like, ooh, yeah, this this wasn't right. From Something was not right. Then they stalk you on Facebook and start showing up at places they think you're going to be. And it's too late. Yeah, because what if you show up with your new boo? Your feelings really going to be hurt then. Exactly. We want healthy relationships. So we're not advocating for crazy. We're just telling them. You know what? I know this still does not hold a candle to what you said. But if my friends could say that I ever did anything, it would probably be, I was in college and the guy that I was dating at the time, we had been together for years, told me that he was in a recording session with another guy, friend of mine. And so I'm very trusting, right? Because if you say you are where you say you are, I believe that. And I don't know if you remember, but Buffalo Wild Wings had opened. And they used to do like karaoke nights yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, we were beat up finest. Mm-hmm. We used to go all the time. All the time, especially like after practice. Because I think karaoke was like on Tuesdays, right? Mm-hmm. So this one day in particular, we had gotten out of modeling practice and we said, okay, well, a bunch of us were just going to hop in the car and go get some wings. We weren't even staying that day. And I walked into B-dubs and I looked to my right and my boyfriend was sitting there with the guy and a very pretty girl that we went to school with. I liked the girl just fine. I didn't have anything against her, but it was my guy friend and his girlfriend, my boyfriend. Oh, they was on a double and date. This, and it, that's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. They was on a double date. And the normal me would have just walked out. And then called him or walked out and then addressed it later. But I went over to the table right then. And I didn't say anything. But I just leaned down real close. I gave him a kiss. (laughs) Then whenever I got in the car, my other guy friend texted me. And he was like, are we okay? Like, the guy friend wanted to know, like, are we okay? Like, because you look like you were about to go off. It's just not in my nature. But I wanted him to know. I see you. I wish that I had. I wish I was like that. Um. It's hard. I, I remember one time I was out. This, this is back in college. Everybody was out at this this one club. And the guy I was dating was in there. And this floozy was all around him that I knew that he had, you know, had dealings with or something that happened with him in the past. So I walked over to him. And, of course, he knew that I was going to start some mess. Because that's just what I did right, back He already then, knew. Right? So I walked over there, and I can't remember I asked a question. I didn't get the answer that I liked, mm-hmm. and drinks went on everybody. <laughs> I my mean, God. you okay, sis, you want to be over here, so the drink is on you. If you went over here by my man, you wouldn't have no drink on you. Did she I know? The, I don't give a damn what she know. But she she might she know not have her, known. But she know it ain't her man. 
But she might you not don't have be, known oh, that no. he had some. I don't give a damn. See, 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 see? You, this is see? this is what I'm talking about. This is the crazy. See, and that's me. That's I mean, why that's I the have, opposite of that's how why I, I have grown. You have. I'm very proud of you. Y'all, listen, I have grown up so Because now what I won't do is have that happen. If I'm, it's like say I'm single and I'm hanging with a guy and all of a sudden a girl who I later find out is his woman comes and throws a drink on all of us. Guess who's getting their behind whooped? You, because I had no clue. You didn't even ask me. Can I tell you something? Ain't nobody with my behind. Okay. I'm glad. I'm Ain't glad that you my grew. Behind. I'm glad that you And she grew wasn't either because you know what she did? Walked off. Sis went crazy. Maybe she didn't know then. <laughs> Sis, it, that's what I'm, and that, ding, 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 ding. Well, that's what I asked you to begin with. I mean, anyway. I said, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. Okay. Like, you know, but I know she got, she got real uh, cute, no mute when I walked up there. Right. The, the she conversation just moved ended out of the way. No, like, I, that's right. probably what I would have done in the beginning if I saw a girl coming up and she's like all in the guy's face. Then I'm gonna be like, okay, I get it. Back up, and not even out of fear, but out of this is not what what I'm trying to be involved with anyway. Right. So you clearly have someone when you were trying to talk to me. Let me go over here to where the actual single people are. Or you know what else I did one time? I was out one one night and this girl was <laughs> this girl was like in his face. You know, like they're just having a conversation. You know what I did? I'm shaking my head at you already. I walked right up to them and like like wedged my way in front of him and just stood there. I could see my, you doing and, and that. And drank my drink. Like, okay, you can talk now. Y'all can talk. Keep talking. Did she leave? Yes! Girl, ain't nobody... <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's yes. the right thing to do. Not even, out, not even out of fear, but out of... I don't want no parts of this. He no. clearly got a crazy girlfriend. Crazy girlfriend. Look, that's I'm smiling just thinking about that's it. <laughs> so I was crazy, but I have grown up now. Like, I'm glad. I would never do stuff like that now. Because my thing is... From from the stuff that I'm saying, right. clearly that's not a relationship right. that was healthy. Right. And, <laughs> and can you imagine with the shoe, that's, this is another thing. Like, I always try to put myself in the shoes of each of the individuals before I react. I'm not saying I I would never, like, go off on somebody. But by the time I do, it's, it's really deserved. So can you imagine if you, right now in your life, are talking to a guy in a public place party whatever and a girl comes up unbeknownst to you he's in a relationship already or already dealing with somebody but he didn't tell you that so can you imagine some girl coming and wedging herself in between y'all disrespectfully like the first thing i'm gonna want to do is mush her in the back yeah, of the of head of course i want to do that but me being me now mm-hmm by deuces right because right. something going on right 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 that's what okay yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. and but see page. i'm just thankful that i had these lessons then yeah because there are some people that are our age that are doing this stuff now and i wouldn't listen if you're doing that and you're listening to this show stop it's not worth it girl or guy <laughs> it's not he ain't worth it it's really not and see the thing about it is not even for my own self-respect which is number one but for number two i'm not even giving you the thought that you got me like that publicly right. now we are yes, in you yes, know yes. probably or i say whatever to you whatever yeah that's but how I publicly you will not i mean the the world could be I'm just gonna falling play apart. It so cool you are not i'm not giving mm-hmm. anybody 
that type of leverage over me or to see me that upset anymore. Right. Like it's not happening because if we, if, because my thing is if there's even any doubt in what's going on with us or you talking to somebody else or me feeling some kind of way, obviously we don't have no trust in our relationship. Right. So I don't need to be there no way. So, you know, I learned these things early and it's funny now, like I'm being silly about it and talking about it. But yeah, no, I would definitely not do that stuff now. Absolutely. No. Ooh, that's deep. It is. It's real deep. But yeah. these things are happening. And it's 50-year-old women and 45-year-old women and men, too, that are going through the same crap. Yep. And who got time for that? Not I. Says the guy. I never did. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what What was your worst date? Do you have one? Girl. Oh, my Everybody God. Everybody has a worst date. Let me tell you mine. Yeah, because I'm trying to pick between two. Two, two terrible dates. So, I'll make a long story short, but there was a guy that worked at, at a job that I used to have. And he used to come up to me wanting to date all the time. And, of course, the answer was no. And I had gone through a really bad breakup. You know, sometimes when you go through a really bad breakup, um, you're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And this, this person has seen me in some vulnerable positions before. Um, and so... <clears throat> I agreed to go out on a date with him. I did go out on one day date, and it was really nice. I had a good time. He was very respectful the first time. Bought me a fresh bottle of wine. We went to the movies. Great. Got back in my car and went home. So we decided that we were going to go out on a second date. Um, so a couple weeks later, we went out again, and this date was at night. I don't know how I ended up driving. This isn't even the bad part. I ended up driving. I was fine with that. And somewhere along the way to the restaurant, this person wanted to discuss sex with me. Now, let me take, let me pause in the story to say, that's one thing you cannot do with me, okay? Mm -hmm. Because my mindset is, there are so many things to talk to me about that have nothing to do with that. I mean, I've lived X amount of years, I don't know how old I was at the time, but I've lived this much life. You can talk to me about my upbringing, my mama's side of the family, my daddy's side of the family, what I like to do, what are my hobbies, can I play an instrument, do I know a second language? I mean, my heart, you know, my my past dating relationships, we can even discuss that. And then I can learn all of those things about you. But you want to talk to me about sex on a second date? And I was very kind in my approach. But I made it very clear that that was not up for discussion. Mm -hmm. And that angered him. It was a sign, girl. It was a sign because I had been, (laughs) let me just say in the story, I have been on more dates with this person and we actually ended up getting in a relationship. Like I said, I was in a very vulnerable place because I had been through a breakup with somebody I had been with for like a decade. So another story for another show, if I would ever (laughs) even tell it, but. We get to the restaurant. I, I've driven, and at the time, I had a manual, um, uh, stick a stick shift. shift. And, of course, you know, you lock the doors manually. So we get out at the restaurant. And then he wants to know, so when are you going to start paying? Dude, this is <gasps> like our second date, and you asked me out. We get to the table, and he is, I mean, he has an attitude because we can't discuss sex. And oh so he has God. no problem to order our food. He's rude to the waiter because he's mad at me. He's snatching stuff from them. 
Like, it, it just gets kind of crazy. The food comes. I'm embarrassed. We're, like, sitting out on a small terrace. And when the food comes, he doesn't eat his food. And then the, he asks for the check. The check comes. He pays for the check. But, like, he's ready to pay for the check as soon as it comes. So he doesn't even let the waiter walk away from the table. He immediately puts the uh, money in, hands it back to the waiter. I guess he didn't need change. He gets up from the table. <laughs> B, he gets up no, from the table. No, I'm already storms done. to the car. Now this, I'm embarrassed, right? But internally, I'm having a chuckle moment because I'm like, I drove here, <laughs> and you, where, where are you going, sir? Right, you just gonna stand by the car like a like a lost puppy? That's exactly what he did. So when I finally got enough energy to get out of my seat and go to the car, go to my side of the car, mind you, you have to unlock the doors manually. So it's not like I'm going to unlock it with my key fob and we're both going to get in and I'm going to take you back to where you have to go. I get in the car and he's like begging me to let him in the, the vehicle. Now, of course, after a while, I let him in the car, but when I get him back to where he's going, I'm like, get out of my car, mm-hmm. you know, He's like, no, I'm sorry. You blah, better, blah, blah. you better than me because I wouldn't really let him get back in my car. I'd have been like, call a cab, bro. He humbled himself really quickly. He's like trying to explain, but I had never, I had never been treated that way by a male who wanted to court me in my whole entire life. And so I was like, get out of my car. I said it nicely like three times. And I'm not a good yeller, so I don't usually like <laughs> scream at people. Oh, you ain't like me because I will. Oh, man. Before I knew it, I was like, get, I was like, get out of my car. I'm just yelling mm-hmm. and like like pushing. I don't, I don't feel like this is a crazy story because this is something that happened to me and this is how I reacted. Um, but by the time he got out of the car, mind you, second date, he's boo-hooing. Yeah, he's got mental problems. Well, I think he's a narcissist, but... Or he was a narcissist, but um, neither here nor there. But that was by far. And I've, I've had dates that I didn't enjoy, but that was the worst date because he showed out in front of a whole restaurant of people. That was a terrible date. And then you ended up dating him. I did. You didn't learn your lesson, did you? Not the first time. Well, like I said, I was vulnerable and it was so weird. And then he was crying. And while I didn't buy it in that moment, he kept sending stuff and kept... It was weird. I don't know. That's a whole nother subject about why we think that we have to forgive in a way that includes involvement. When you girl, that's just, a, you better talk. I know. Go ahead and talk. Yes, that will preach. So, you can forgive somebody and not fool with them. Absolutely. You can love somebody and not fool with them. Right. And in that moment, um, I should have gone home and... Well, I've never blocked anybody in my life, but blocked his number. I know. You're looking at me crazy. I just have never done it. I don't know why. Uh, people I've, just get the hint and stop calling, so I haven't had to. Let me put it that way. I've blocked somebody before, and they left messages on my voicemail saying, I know you got me blocked, because when I call, it goes, straight, <laughs> it goes straight to the voicemail. And needless to say, I blocked this person, and then we got back in a relationship after the block. See? So, so it's, it's difficult. I know. Um, but I loved him. But I, I learned. Still you learn. Do. You get older. Yeah. Well, look, that's that's how love works, though. Yeah, you still do. Um, okay, let's talk about my crazy date. So, this was a few years ago. This wasn't that long ago. Um, and at the time, um, I was working at the hospital third shift. So, I had just got a new puppy. And so, in the mornings, Aww. I know, my baby, I would be taking her out. So, every morning, I guess this guy would be going to work. You know, he would wave or whatever. And, you know, I would wave back. And so, one day, he... 
basically, you know, walked up to me when I was outside, you know, taking a dog on a walk. And he was like, you know, I see you all the time. Like, what's your name? We kind of, you know, introduced ourselves or whatever. He asked me what I did, asked okay. what he did. He was a um, fireman. And he was just like, yeah, I see you out here walking your dog all the time. What do you like to do for fun? You know, just pleasantries or whatnot. Nice. And so he was like, well, you know, have you ever been to this? It's like a, um, a Mexican spot. And I was like, no, I haven't been. So he was like, well, I want to take you one day whenever you're free. And I was like, okay, you know, I was bored. Um, my only friend in the um, area had moved to Dallas. So I didn't have anybody really hang with. It was just okay. me. And I was bored. And I had nothing else to do. Right. So we get to the date. The first red flag <laughs> was this fool had the word YOLO <laughs> tattooed on his arm. So I'm sitting there like, oh my God, he might be a damn cornball. I like, mean, YOLO though. Who does that? No, what if I have a tramp stamp that says YOLO on my back? Are you going to judge me? Yes, I'm going to judge the hell out of you. So oh. we sitting there and I ask him, you know, my thing is that's your time. If I'm, I feel like this in any relationship, friendship, whatever. If I'm asking you something right there, just be honest. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, I'm like, YOLO, you only live once. He's talking about, no, no, I had that before the Drake song. No, the hell you did not. Right. Nobody was even saying YOLO before that. <laughs> Nobody was saying. So I'm just like, okay, first of all, you corny. Right. Second of all, you a liar. And you're trying to make up for the corniness. Child. Anyway, we ate the, you know, a little dinner was okay. So, ladies, this is why when you go on a first date, you always drive your car. Yes. I didn't know this. I do not I play didn't. that. I, I do not play I, that. I, I didn't really know because, like, before this, I had really only, like, seriously dated in my grown-up life one person. Right, right. And he always picked me up because when we first started dating, I had no car. So, Mm-mm. and I knew him. I mean, he's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I never really thought about it in that way. But now, mm-hmm. I know better. So, he says to me, oh, it was some game on, some basketball game. I don't know. It might have been like Duke, might have been like Duke and Carolina. It was some big game that was on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want you to meet my friends. I didn't want to meet his friends. This was a first date? First date. Don't introduce me to your friends on, oh the, on the first date. Don't do that. He's like, I want you to meet my friends. And so I wanted to say no, but I was just like, Courtney, okay, it may be all right or whatever. So I was like, okay. If I would have had my own car, I would have just went on home. But I was already in the car and we were already driving there. So we get there, and all of his friends were, like, older. Like, you know, I want to say at least 40s. Yes. So everything was fine. You know, the lady of the house, you know, offered me something to drink or whatever. And I go get a drink, and I'm sitting on the couch minding my business. Mm-hmm. So one thing about me, if y'all don't know this, people that are close to me know this. I was raised with a lot of guys. Yeah. And one thing that, you know, I'm thankful that I had an older brother with is he taught me how to crack. Right. That's one thing that I know how to do. And let me just tell you something. When we go at it or we play in the dozens, I don't do that nice hee hee ha ha. I'm going to go for gut the punch you. That's right. So it's- that way you know not to fuck with me. Because right. I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attack the lowest blow that I can go. Yes. Because that's going to let you know don't fool with me. Because I'm not that type of person. Like, I don't like to play and joke like that. Right. Because I, I take stuff. I'm sensitive. Right. So, if you joking on me about... You may not know I may be sensitive about a certain sure thing. enough, Virgo. And then I'm going to go in. So, anyway, I'm sitting there minding my own business. It's this one particular guy who looks like... I mean, he, he, just, he just really looks like he probably gets no sex whatsoever. Like, he just looked uptight. He was mad at the world. 
and he just was an asshole. So everybody was like picking on him. So, you know, we're all giggling or whatever, you know, it's funny. Yeah. So I guess because I was laughing and, and I'm with the new girl. Mm-hmm. He, he tries to go in on you. He tried to go in on me, the guest, because I'm giggling with everybody else. You're probably the last person I would have messed with. When I tell because you. Because you were the new person. When I tell you, I was frying that dude so bad, he started calling me out of my name. That's how mad he got. Well, but what you is your st- date? That's the thing. The date said nothing. He sat there on his phone playing fucking words with friends. Mm-hmm. I had I had to stand up and say, take me home. Like, do you not see that this dude is like calling me out of my name? Right. Like, do you not see what's happening? This is the first date. Mind you, I never talked to that dude again, and that was it. Did you ever see him again? Yeah, but I acted like I didn't know him. I acted like I didn't see him because, first of all, I knew he was lame when you had the YOLO tattooed on you, so I don't even know why I thought that you would stand up for somebody. But then we get here, and it's a grown man calling me out of my name, and you're saying nothing because these are your friends on a first date. Shout out to uh, YOLO if you're listening. Yeah, shout out to YOLO, you dumbass. Anyway... (laughs) Anymore. Okay, so we've talked about the crazy. We've talked about the bad. Do you want to talk about good or no? Sure. Okay, so I do. I want well, what I want to know from you is your most creative date. Like, okay, because some people are, how can I say this? Like, some people are extremely romantic and they take a lot of time out to plan, right? Mm -hmm. Plan something that they think is going to wow you. Sometimes it's that, and then there are some people who maybe aren't as romantic or whatever, but they consistently do nice stuff, or maybe it's the small things that you both enjoy that kind of get you over. So, I want to know, and and they could be the same thing, but I want to know your most creative date, and then the best date you've ever had. Um, Well, the most creative date I had was um, somebody picked me up from work. Okay. And Did you know they were picking you up? I knew they were picking me okay. up, but I didn't know where we were going or what we were doing. And basically, we went to the park and had a picnic. Oh, so that was that was my most creative date. And it was nice and warm. We had a little blanket out there. We we're eating little snacks and stuff and fruit and just chatting. So that was my most um, the most creative date. And for Valentine's Day, since you know it will um, be approaching when you guys hear this, and it's you know this week coming up um, now. She's gotten a lot of good gifts, okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, have gotten gifts usually when I'm in a relationship throughout the, the year, whatever. But um, you know how it is when you're dating someone who's not as romantic. And then when they, like you said, when they go above and beyond to be creative or romantic with little things, it really matters. So Yes. I remember one time, um, my boyfriend, who is not the most romantic, he, he wasn't the most romantic, mm-hmm. um, on Valentine's Day, he um, drove to see me because we were living in separate towns. He drove all the way to see me and had balloons, flowers, candy, a car with some money in it, because mm-hmm. <laughs> she likes money. <laughs> and um, this this is how long ago this was, but this particular February was... Um, around the time when the Pink Panther was released with Beyonce. Aww. So in the gift, in the gift bag was the Jet magazine with Beyonce and it was pink because it was a Pink Panther in the gift. That's and, dope. And I still have that magazine and I just felt like it wasn't the most expensive gift, right. but it was the most thoughtful and it like it still makes me smile when I think about 
You're smiling yeah, right now. Yeah, because just the thought that somebody would put that in there. Just mm-hmm. is like, okay, you really know me. And I was going to say that means yeah. that they know, know you. Yeah, so. It's that not was just some random guy trying to be nice, which is also nice, but it's like some thought was put into it. Yes. And then he, we went to Arigato's and I ate real good, so. I love Arigato's, girl. <laughs> that, was, that was the ball date. Okay. I like okay. that. What about you? Most creative and what was the other one? Most thoughtful or most? Just best Or the date. best. Okay, yeah, best. I think my, the most creative date I've ever been on. Okay, so. In Winston-Salem, which is where we went to school, um, every other year they have the National Black Theater Festival, film mm-hmm. festival. And I really enjoy that. It's like days and days of shows and new movies, new films. Mm-hmm. Um, the celebrities are basically just walking around uh, downtown Winston, having a good time. And then every night there is a poetry slam, a midnight poetry slam. So... One year in particular, I was at this poetry slam, and there were groups that have come, like, people come from all over. Yeah. So, there was a group of people who came from Alabama, and um, there was a, they were communing with my friends, too. Like, it was guys and girls in our group, and guys and girls in their group, but there's one guy that had asked me out on a date, and... He was younger than me. It's probably not why I said no, but mm-hmm. he was younger than me. And I was polite. I was like, you know, no, thank you, blah, blah. And my friends were like, you should have. I mean, they're only in town for like two more days. You can go out on a date with him tomorrow. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, that feels too spontaneous. Now, I don't know him. I don't really feel comfortable dating people I don't know just because people are crazy. Yes. And I watch too many forensic files snaps <laughs> to fool with people I don't know I know that sounds bad but I kind of have to get to know people in a friend circle first just for my own safety so anyway this is poetry slam night so the guy at some point like this is like an hour later gets up to do a freestyle poem mm-hmm. I don't remember the words of the poem but it was kind of dope <laughs> because he freestyled a poem about like the Film festival, being in North Carolina, from Alabama, going back in two days. Like, he was making everything rhyme, of course. Mm -hmm. And then put me in it and asked me out on a date in the rhyme in front of everybody, right? So, I'm like, fine. Now, I can't say no. This is so embarrassing. Definitely cannot say no. So, the next day, now, they were here from Alabama. I don't want our listeners to think I just always drive guys around and that's how they like why why no. don't any of your guys have cars today? Right. come on but in in his defense they were all they all rode here together and they were from alabama so um he asked if i could pick him up that was fine we he wanted to go to the mall so i was like the mall okay so we went to the mall he had looked up like the stores that were in haynes mall in winston-salem and decided like where we were going to go in order. So what he did was planned out a map so that oh we would gosh. go so that we would go into separate stores and pretend like we were getting married. It oh. was so it was like really adorable. So I don't know like I didn't know this guy from Adam before but this day. Were like doting over they were doting that y'all over all We were trying on dresses and tuxes. We were um we went ring shopping. We weren't buying anything, but it was just the thought that like 
you have been you have done this before. Yes, sir, he definitely. Whoever you did it with yeah. was probably just as happy. He done it before, or he's seen somebody else do it. Yeah. And like, man, do this. But yeah. that's creative. I thought it was fun. very creative. It was very fun. Like I said, um, the day after that, they went back to Alabama. It, no big deal, but that was very creative. It was and fun. Now my my best day ever. Um, I was going to, my friends got married a couple years back, um, Kenny and Fawn, who also went to Winston-Salem State, and I think I was taking the road trip to Pennsylvania, I wanted to drive instead of fly, and so um, I took my partner with me, well, at the time we weren't, you know, we we weren't courting, we were just dating, but... We stopped in Baltimore the first day and spent the night in Baltimore, and we took the opportunity to kind of just, like, look up restaurants and find some good seafood, and then after dinner, we went walking in Baltimore, and we were walking on the harbor. Mm -hmm. The weather was perfect. I'm a sucker for water. I always say I have a lot of water in my spirit, so we were, like, on the water, and we were just really getting to know each other. You know, I'd known them for years Mm -hmm. before that. Um, but just kind of diving into each other's personality, each other's history, talking about each other's family. And um, it was just, like, really, really beautiful. We stayed out there for hours. And romantic. Yeah, that, that talking is what, that that mental connection mm-hmm. is what drives it. So that's an awesome day. The wind was blowing. It was perfect. And Good. that's still my favorite memory thus far. Thanks Good. for sharing that. Thank you for sharing, girl. You're and welcome. Letting everybody all up in your business. I know. <laughs> so now they know a little bit more about us, and I know something about you. Well, I knew you were kind of crazy, but that uh-uh, don't do that. Don't okay, do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't I'm really do back in. My bad. <laughs> but um, but now they know a little bit more about the two of us. Yeah, our personalities, which I feel like, you know, somebody out there can relate to each one of us. Indeed. <laughs> or the both of us. Or the both. You know, some people have to. We we are multifaceted individuals. So as much as, you know, you talk about certain things and I discuss certain things, we both have both sides. Both sides. Yeah. Like uh, Shawty Lowe said, R.I.P. God dang, must be two sides. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? Exactly. Look at it. Look at it. All right. So before we wrap it up, what brought you joy this week? You knew it was coming. Okay. What brought me joy this week was seeing Kevin Hart's drunk ass <laughs> try to go up there and get touch that dang on uh, trophy. That was surprised they didn't let him up there. He got that close. He got I'm that surprised. close. And then I mean, it was just so much stuff coming out. Like they did a video about you know like him taking the drinks, like drink number ten, yes. drink number eleven. Then somebody like caught a picture of the exact moment when the security guard was like, no. Yes, and they you gave him see, the Heisman, yes, basically. And you Hilarious. can see his face, like... Disappointed. <laughs> like, I'm Kevin Hart. You're not going to let me... And for those who, who didn't watch it, we're talking about um, that after NFL footage last yes. week from the Super Bowl. When, when the Eagles won. And he was just like, man, I'm trying to go up there with my city. And it's just like, no, your city isn't up there. <laughs> the Eagles are up there. <laughs> not the whole, the whole city of uh, Philly. Like, no. But it was hilarious, Poor and it kid. and it was genuine. You can tell that he was just hype and excited, yes. and it was it was just and funny. deflated after. <laughs> so that's what um brought me joy. What about you? So Chris Gardner, do you remember who he is? Mm-hmm. He is the man who uh, the Pursuit of Happiness was um, made for. He turned sixty four this week, 
And so I'm going to bring this full circle because, you know, every week Will Smith seems to be like my joy. So he did two things. He paid homage to or homage. I think I got that from um, Dustin on the friend zone because he always says that. But but it's isn't that what too. it is? I mean, I've heard people say it both oh. ways, but I'm just saying that's where I got it from. Oh, yeah, I always say homage. Nice. So Because I'm fancy. You clatch it. That too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he celebrated his 64th birthday and Will Smith posted, you know, telling him happy birthday. And, of course, they were posting back and forth to each other. So just to see that exchange and that after all these years, like they were posting photos of when um, they were filming together and little Jaden was in there, which is my segue because he was so cute too. He was. Which is my segue because Will Smith also posted a video emulating (laughs) Jaden's video for Icon, which Mm -hmm. I actually love the whole uh, CD, but I really like the song Icon. And so... Everything that Jaden did in the video, Will Smith did in the video, and then I think he had fronts that kind of fell out while yes, he was, it was trying like to rap. Yes, it was like a piece of foil or something. It was hilarious, <laughs> but um, the Shade Room posted it. I saw it on Will Smith's, but the Shade Room reposted it because Jaden had commented under it, basically saying, like, this is the most hilarious thing I've seen <laughs> in my whole life. Thanks for being a great dad, you know, and shout out to you for having the best Instagram of all yes, time. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And so um, Will Smith did that to congratulate Jaden on, what is it, 100 million Spotify streams mm-hmm. for that song. And I just thought that was really dope. And it made me smile. I kind of, like, teared up a little bit, too, because dads man they just don't know the impact that they have on the lives of both their daughters and their sons and so that was just really good for me this week dads are so special exactly um so things we don't want you guys to forget i hope that you've gotten your black panther tickets by the time you've heard this you I mean, better shoot you better uh, let me stop. Speaking <laughs> of late Valentine's gifts, if you haven't gotten anything yet, what you might want to do is present Black Panther tickets uh, to someone. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be opening weekend, and I'm black, you black, maybe some of y'all are black. <laughs> we want to make sure we push those numbers yes. uh, for this first weekend. So try to go as soon as possible before Sunday is over so that we can all talk about it together next week. Also... I talked about a documentary that I saw today, which is Sunday the 11th, and you guys will hear this on Tuesday, called Tell Them We Are Rising. It's going to come out on PBS on February the 19th. And um, I think I I told you guys at the beginning that you're going to be allowed to Mm kind of load your photos and your experiences into the HBCU digital library. So make sure you participate in that. And lastly, um, I was listening to another podcast, The Read, and they often do uh, like black excellence. Mm -hmm. And so something that they mentioned this past week uh, was a brother and sister team, Hannah and Charlie Lucas, and they've come up with an app. I think Hannah has a disease that makes her pass out frequently, but you have to look these kids up. Uh, they, They look amazing. They're highly intelligent. And so the son or the brother charlie is actually the younger of the two i believe he's about 13 years old but he's already had some experience in coding and his sister hannah has taken some business courses and so they came up with this 
app for people who have depression. Mm-hmm. It's called Not Okay. So if you download the Not Okay app, you can put in the names of, I think, three to five maybe individuals in your circle. Because, you know, a lot of times like when you're sad, sometimes you don't know who to reach out to Mm -hmm. or in times of distress. Your brain is not functioning that way. But all you have to do is press the app and it will reach out to to your inner circle right away. And let them know you're you're in distress and you need to be found or talked to or something like that. And I just thought that was so amazing. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, shoot, everybody needs this app. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's been depressed. Everybody doesn't suffer from depression. But everybody has been depressed or been in a way before. Yeah. Where they needed some help and their brain was not functioning because or the correct way, even if it's just because of adrenaline. Yeah. And so I think it's something that I'm going to add to my phone and add my circle in there just to make sure that if there's ever a situation where I need some assistance, even if it's down to emotional support, my app, I can just touch the app and people who are close to me that I know will come to my aid will be there. Good. So not okay. Not okay. The app is called the not okay app. And Hannah and Charlie Lucas are still teenagers and they are a brother and sister team who have created this. So black history in the making, black history in the making. They're definitely black. Forget definitely black future month. Amen. (laughs) Okay. So what's your good word? My good word for the good people, and and it's actually a word that I received, and honey, when I tell you I received it, I received it. Mm -hmm. So my good word for um, the good people is let other people carry their own stuff. Mm. Bag lady, you're going to hurt your back. You're going to hurt your back, dragging all them bags like that. Let other people carry their own stuff, whether it's financial, whether it's mental, you know, whether it's emotional Stuff that is not yours, put it down. Yes. You, it's no point in you paying to check other people's bags. You got your own bags to carry. You got your own luggage to 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 carry through life that you got to work through. You can't be, you know, bogged down with other people's mess. So it's okay to support people. It's okay to let them know that you're there, but we're not here to fix everybody's problems. Right. And, you know, if someone has this type of baggage and it's, you know, a detriment to your life, you got to put it down. Let people carry their own stuff. It's my word. That's a good word. Thank you. Thank you. I read a quote from Hans Zimmer uh, this week, and it said, if someone tells you there are rules, break them. And I kind of chuckled when I read it. But then I thought about myself, and I've always been someone who operated in the confines of the rule book because I didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want to embarrass my family. I wanted to make sure that I got to where I needed to be by following the rules. And that's not always how we should operate. I mean, rules really are made to be broken. Yes, you should not operate in a way where you are offending others on purpose or whether your activities are a detriment to, to other people. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to explore. Don't let anyone put you into a box. And the other thing I want to leave you guys with, because we've discussed um, relationships a little bit on the show today, is that healthy relationships are cultivated over time. Mm -hmm. And you are shown signs. um, You might even start in a healthy relationship that doesn't end very healthy. And I think those are the most difficult ones. Mm Because it's like, but I know 
where the potential is. Like, I know what it has been. But if you have someone who's making you cry all the time or making you feel inadequate, no, people aren't always going to get along, right? But if you go two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, if you're a month into feeling like you're inadequate or you can't do this or that well enough, like, oh, they're talking about the way that you dress or, you know, you need to fix yourself up and and everything comes with a negative connotation, that's probably not the relationship for you. Mm -hmm. If you can't sleep at night, if you're up worried about somebody who's not worried about you, if you're dealing with someone who's not, Kind of like how you said last week, someone who's your personal cheerleader. Right. If you guys can't have an exchange of ideas or if you don't, if you have an issue, but you can't sit down and talk it out without worrying about whether this person is going to go off and it's going to end, you know, ugly, whether it's verbal or whether you guys are throwing things around the room, that's not the relationship for you. And we want to make sure whether it's romantic relationships or friendships that we're cultivating healthy relationships mm -hmm. and cutting mm -hmm. off the rest. Cutting off the excess fat. It'll bless you if you let it. Okay. So, call to action this week. We want to know um, what you guys did for Valentine's Day. Because by the time uh, we start getting feedback from you, Valentine's Day will be here. Not only that, but have you ever had any good dates, bad dates, creative dates, or... Been crazy. Been crazy, <laughs> or had, had a crazy mate. I want to know. You can hit us up on our email, or at our email at uh, blackcultureshock.com podcast at gmail.com we're on soundclouds and soundcloud i can't talk you girl. cannot talk i'm gonna get it together is it sugarloaf have you, sugar low? Have you, you need know, something I to eat i need something to eat i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> but we're on soundcloud and itunes as the culture shock podcast mm -hmm. and of course we're on instagram twitter and facebook as culture shock podcast so check us out like share follow Send your friends, send your mamas, your aunties, your cousins, your booze, everybody. And they mama. And they mama. So they can hear us talk about everything. Nothing. Nothing and everything <laughs> at the same time. At the same damn time. <laughs> you guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. I am a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. Don't be crazy in love. And we out. We out. <laughs> <laughs>